0: It's our year of imagines of saviors. God has declared, declared us as saviors. And you must understand that we are, we are operating under a very strong prophetic word this year. And you must see yourself from that standpoint. You must never see yourself as the victim. You must see yourself as the victor. You must never see yourself as the one that somebody needs to come and be praying for. No, don't see yourself as that woman with the issue of blood. No, see yourself as one that wants to reach out to that woman with the issue of blood. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. God has declared there's an anointing, there's a commission, there's a mandate upon your life. This year, because you are connected to Destiny Life Christian Center, that you are a savior. You are a savior. Very important. Before we go into the teaching service, the word of the Lord came to me just while we're worshiping the Lord right there. From the book of Jeremiah. eh, Chapter 1, and I start reading from verse 4. Jeremiah chapter 1, and then start reading from verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. In other words, I set you apart. I said you apart, that's what it means from the womb. God has set you apart right from the womb. And then he says, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Then said I, ah Lord God, behold I cannot speak for I am a child. I don't know what it is that you see as the hindrance. I don't know what it is that you see as the weakness. I don't know what it is that you see. But the Lord says, no, that's not what you need to begin to see. You need to begin to see what I say about you. The Lord has said that you are a savior. The Lord has said you are a deliverer. The Lord has said you are a solution provider. The Lord has said you are a miracle worker. The Lord has said you are a healer. A healer then why should you be sick? Why should you be sick? A deliverer. Why should you be under any kind of bondage? Now you need to begin to see. You need to begin to to change your perception. Why? Because there is an anointing. You must understand the place of grace, the place of anointing. You know, there are things that's okay because, because of your personal relationship with God and then and, and you, you, you begin to walk and then begin to develop your faith and develop your faith and then because you are developing your faith, then you begin to attain some status. You see, but when there is a grace that is released... There's a grace that is released. There's an anointing that is released. All you need to come to do is to come under that anointing and then run with the speed of that anointing. It gives you faster speed because there's an anointing. There is a grace. The year 2023 carries upon it as a member or you're connected to Destiny Life Christian Center, carries upon it for you the mandate of a deliverer. The mandate of a savior. The mandate of a solution provider. You're a producer. <laughs> Not just consuming and consuming. Now you begin to produce. Hallelujah. I said you begin to produce. In the name of Jesus. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child. The Lord is saying, Say not. What is it that you are saying? Stop saying those negative things. Stop saying. He said, do not see yourself from a natural standpoint. He was telling Jeremiah. No, 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 no. Don't see yourself as a child. Because I have ordained you as a prophet. I've ordained you as a savior to the world. As a solution provider. You have something to give. Don't say you don't have anything. Who told you that? You have something to give. You have something... You have something. That you don't have money, cash in your hands, does not mean you don't have anything. You have so much to give. Peter and John, that silver and gold have we none, but what we have, we give unto you. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and walk. You always have something. Hallelujah. You have supernatural substance in your hands. Supernatural substance can produce physical things because there is nothing that you see here in the realm of the physical. It was first from the realm of the spirit. It was conceived from there. If you can conceive it, you can make it happen. Hallelujah. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. And that's the word of the Lord to someone today. You are going to go to all that God is going to send you. All of them, you won't look at their eyes. You will go and deliver the word. You will go and speak the word. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on, say, I am the sent one. I'm the, the, the ordained one. I'm a savior. savior. I'm a deliverer. deliverer. I'm a solution provider. I'm a miracle worker. Miracle. I'm a healer. The In the name of Jesus. Woo. Come on, say, who? <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm so excited. Thank you, Jesus. He said, Say not, I'm a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Whatsoever I command thee, that means the line of communication is open. You hear God with all clarity hallelujah remember the 21 days of light has opened your eyes you can see and see well verse 8 it said be not afraid of their faces no you are not going to be afraid of their faces he said for i am with thee to deliver thee see the lord you know what to protect you he said, "Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Wow. Look at how the Lord puts his word in his mouth. By just touching his mouth. The hand of the Lord connected to his mouth. The hand of the Lord is connected to your mouth. In the name of Jesus. He says, see, this is what you need to begin to see. Verse 10, he says, See, I have this day said thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out, to pull down, and to destroy, and to throw down, to build, and to plant. You're a bulldozer. <laughs> so so don't go out there and then be doing as if you are the victim. No, you are not the victim. No way. No way. No way. It doesn't matter what you're. Never see yourself as a victim. There's an anointing. Understand this anointing. There's an anointing upon this house in the year 2023. It's not an anointing for for you to be delivered. No, 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 no. It's an anointing that has established you as a deliverer. In spite of your situation. All you just need to do is, Lord, I I agree with your word. 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 And every bondage, everything that is bounding you, that, 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 that puts you in bond, by the time you begin to agree with the word of the Lord, you see yourself break loose from such. You won't take it easy with the devil. You're not going to take it easy. You're going to stand up from that. Pick yourself up and then move forward in that anointing. The Lord said, do not say you're a child. Don't say I'm a weakling. Don't say, Lord, you know, I don't have any job. Who told you? (laughs) You're taking territories. You're taking your job. Amen. Somebody's job has been delivered already. Thank you, Father. And the Lord is saying to that person, within the next two years, you have your own company. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. He says, See, I have this day set over the nations, over the kingdoms, to do what? Root out. Come and say, root out. Does it look like somebody who is uh, smiling there? No, 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 no. <laughs> you go and budos. <laughs> Your face, you are, you are going f- to execute judgment. There are times, you know, uh, uh, there are times believers play too, too much with the devil. You play too much with, with sickness. You play too much with... With all the things that the devil brings you know, around you, you play, you play too much. You, you stand up to your feet. You say, In the name of Jesus, I stop that nonsense. What kind of nonsense? You sleep and you have uh, some bad dreams, and then, and then you're like, Eww. What kind of nonsense? You stand up. You say, What kind of nonsense? I stop that. In the name of Jesus. You get angry. You get angry some you move into realms of tongues some of you have not you have not gone deeper into god has given you enough tongues you know and some of you you know what you are doing you are just speaking the the uh, periphery of those tongues in da kapa 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 only one sentence of tongues what kind of tongues is that and you, you've been baptized in the Holy Ghost for the past six months and then it's in Kappa and Dacapa. What kind of a thing is that? Go into the deeps, depths of God. Gerune Kataba. Hey, you see there are times when, you, 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 when you, are, you get angry before you know it, you have dived into tongues. Some tongues that you yourself will be like, what is going on here? You, you yourself, you know that you are, you, 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 it's deep calling onto the deep. Deep is calling onto the deep. And then you are flowing in into the deep. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Ah. Is someone ready to move to deeper realms? God is challenging you. God is saying, see, I have, I have anointed you. There's an anointing upon this house this year. It's a no-nonsense anointing. No-nonsense anointing. No-nonsense anointing. No, nonsense anointing. no, nonsense anointing. no berry, berry around it. No nonsense. Hallelujah. And all those cries must stop. From where to where? Have you ever seen the king cry? Have you ever seen a king cry? If your king cries, there's a problem. King, first class king, they are not meant to cry, no matter what. No matter what. These are natural kings, not the clock of spiritual kings. Spiritual kings are only allowed to cry before the Lord in worship, not in weakness. You cry to the Lord in strength, not in weakness. Now, People say, okay, it's a form of humility, you know, Lord, this no, 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 no. No. There's a waking's cry before the Lord. Not that you are crying, Lord, we don't know what to do again. We don't know. We don't know. Who told you? God will never do anything without you. If you stay in that condition, nothing will be done. God does not. He said, my father walked so I walk. You know what Jesus was saying there? You know why Jesus was walking was because Jesus was here as the son of man. God cannot walk anything without a son of man. He said he has given him, we're, we're studying yesterday, I mean, was it yesterday, you know? And then we saw, oh, hallelujah. He said he has given, he said he has given him the power to judge. Why? Because he is the son of man. Because he's the son of man. Not because he's the son of God. Because he's the son of man. What does that mean? It means that, see, God cannot do anything here on earth without us. So as long as you stay there and you are crying, 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 you must understand that God has called you. The highest aim of you walking with God is that God has called you as co-laborers. Co-laborers. So you must move from from just being a child of God, you must move to partnering with God as a co-laborer with God. And that's the way God works. If you're praying, all this prayer that you pray, Lord, come and bless me, come and bless me. No, no, no. That's, That's not the way your prayer should be. Lord, I know I'm blessed. I know what do I need to do? Lord, show me what I need to do to cause this blessing to manifest more. That's the prayer of a believer. So, what is that? You are putting, you are saying, God, we are partnering together to cause your will to pass in my life. And that's the way it should be. You pray to know his will. You pray to know things. You pray to know his next move. You pray to know what is heaven saying. What is the language of heaven? What is, what is the body language of heaven? What is the vibration of heaven? Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. So to root out, to pull down, to destroy, and to throw down. Then after you have done that, it say to build and to plant. There <laughs> are some things you need to, first of all, bulldoze, <laughs> And then you now... You know when you want to build a, a new building, you first of all bulldoze, right? And then you come you Then you start building. And then verse 11 said, But Robert, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And I said, I see a rod of an almond uh, tree. Can you see the place of what you see? He said, see, I have set thee over the nations. You must see it. And that's why you need to see the word of the year. This is the word of the Lord for Destiny Life Christian Center. It's the word of the Lord for you. For you. If if the Lord has said, oh, this year is your year of uh, something, something, something. You know, if your if your year of deliverance, uh-huh, we would have known that. Okay. Okay, so you are set for deliverance. No. he said it's your year that is beyond deliverance. You are to go out there and release deliverance to people. It means you are delivered already. Glory to God. You're delivered already. Ah, What do you see? Ask your neighbor, what do you see? The Lord asked um, Jeremiah, he said, what seest thou? So let me ask your neighbor, what says thou? It's important. Thank you, Father. Come on, open your mouth and declare that, I mean, every word that God has spoken to us this year, open your mouth and declare it, I'm a deliverer, I'm a savior, I'm a solution provider, I'm a miracle worker, I'm a healer, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory, 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 glory to God. In Jesus' precious name, amen. All right, we've been talking about the dynamics of the heart, and uh, we started by defining the heart and its operation, the way it works, and then we began to look at what are the benefits, why. Why do we need to consider the heart? Why do we need to understand the way the heart operates? And then we discovered that there are many, many reasons why. We now discover that the heart is just extremely too important, and we have talked about um, about about six of uh, these reasons, and then we are going to l- see how we can finish the remaining. so we go to number seven, number seven now if you, if you have not been around, you can just go listen to those you know messages they are up they are then the, on YouTube and as well on um, Um, what's the name of that um? Anchor.fm they are on Anchor.fm and as well on SoundCloud is it SoundCloud? No, 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 no um, Anchor.fm is actually owned by Spotify so they are on Spotify as well so you can go check them they are on Spotify all right hallelujah. Okay, okay, great. So, number seven, the heart is the seat of worship. The heart is the seat of worship. So, so this is very important because while our dancing to the Lord is very important, our clapping is very important for us to experience the deepest part of worship, the deepest part of worshiping God when we are singing because worship is not just about singing alone. Worship as am West African time on Mixelar. And let's watch out for that and then begin to pray. Let's begin to pray in tongues. You know, just pray in tongues concerning the meeting is going to be terrific in righteousness. Hallelujah. People will come to the light of God and then the miracles, all kinds of miracles will begin to happen. Amen. All right. Okay, number eight. The heart is what measure your treasure. The heart is what measure your treasure. The heart is what measure your treasure. So when we talk about treasure, we're talking about what you value so much. So so your heart the direction of your heart tells us what you value so much and that's why you can actually know what you value by where your heart drifts to the allegiance of your heart so the heart is what measure what measures your treasure The heart measures your treasure. Luke chapter 12 verse 34. For where your heart is, I mean for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Look at that. Whatever takes your heart owns you. And that in that owns is your treasure. In fact, is your God. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. He said, But sanctify the Lord God in your heart. So, what does it say to do about our God in your heart? What did it say to do? Sanctify Him. You are the one that will do it. God will never tell you to do what you couldn't do. It's because you can do it, then he says, you should sanctify the Lord God in your heart. And be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is in you, which, with meekness and with fear. Please could you give me that in Amplified Classic? But in your heart, set Christ apart as holy and acknowledge him as lord so you must make room in your heart for the lord you consciously do it and say lord i'm just going to think about you i'm just going to meditate about you i'm just going to i'm just going to think about your love your power your kindness i'm just going to think about you your goodness your power and you and that's how to set Apart the Lord in your heart. You begin to see the Lord as He is. is he said, looking on the Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And that's what Jesus Christ did when He was here on earth. He said, Whatever I see the Father do, I do. What is He doing when He when He looks at the Father? He was setting apart God, He was sanctifying God in His heart. So you learn to do that. You choose to do that. He said you you can do it. He said you can do it. That's why I said, you sanctify the Lord God in your heart. Number nine. The heart is the seed of perception. The heart is the seat of perception. The heart, the, the heart is where you perceive things. Chapter 21 verse 34. Luke 21 verse 34. And take heed to yourself lest at any time your hearts be overcharged. With surfeiting and drunkenness and care, cares of life, and so that they come upon you unaware, so you don't even know what is going on any longer. He said, You need to be careful so that you don't overcharge your heart with the cares of this life, so that you lose your perception. You have to take heed, and that's why I keep telling you protect your heart. You must protect your heart. You must keep your peace here. Maintain your peace here. Things will happen that want to get your peace out of you. People will offend you. People will do things to you. Unimaginable things at times. But you know what? You have no option but to always forgive. And never keep anybody in your heart. Yeah, people won't get you angry. No, 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 no. If you understand how important the heart is, you know what you're gonna do? You maintain your peace. And I keep saying this: there's no way you can maintain your peace here, and any attack of the devil will go through. It's not possible. The reason why people, believers are attacked, and then it happens, and then things just go unexpectedly is because there's a problem here. There's a hard problem. There's a hard problem. If any man dies before his time, there's a hard problem here. There's no, you can maintain your peace and then be forced out of this earth. No, it's not possible. You have your peace, then you have a choice to stay or to go. But you can't be forced out. You cannot be forced out. Hallelujah. So you need to maintain your peace. And that brings us to the next one, which is, said the heart is the seat of peace, but also of worry. (laughs) So is the seat of peace or worry? The seed of peace or worry. If you have ever worried, it means you can actually be at peace. It's a choice. Worry is a choice. Peace is a choice. Luke chapter 24. Let's quickly read some scriptures there. It's our teaching service, so be ready to to write these things down. Luke 24 verse 38. And he said unto them, why are ye troubled? And why do thoughts arise in your heart? Why are you troubled? Why are you troubled? So it means you can decide not to be troubled. John chapter 14 verse 1. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. That's Jesus speaking there. Let not. Who is going to let not? Is it the Holy Ghost? You. And always understand this, that Jesus, God, will never tell you to do what you are not capable of doing. So you should be be glad when God says, do something. Be glad. It means you have the ability to do it. You have the ability to do it. It means he has supplied it. So all these ones that say, Lord, please help me not to sin. Wrong prayers. Wrong prayers. If he tells you not to sin, it's because he has given you the ability. All you need to find out is, Lord, show me. Show me. Let me begin to see what I need to see. Those are the kind of prayers you should be praying. Lord, I want to know. That means there's a secret I don't know. There is something I don't know. Show me. Show me. And so, and so what is it that the devil does? The devil comes and then brings that, 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 that notion into your hand and just say, you see, ah, it's, it's just, uh, it's just uh, one of those things. And then once you agree with the devil, he has gotten you, and then you lose your strength, You lose the ability of God on the inside of you. What? Because you have believed in a lie. And every time you believe in a lie, you know what you've done? You have empowered the liar. Every time you believe in a lie, you have done what, empowered the liar. And who is the liar? The devil. You have given him authority over your life. Every lie you believe gives the devil an edge over you. Let not your heart be troubled. So why should your heart be worried? John 14:27. So let's see what Jesus left when he was going, left with us. He said, Peace. I live with you. Did he say trouble? I live with you. Did he say worry? I live with you. He said, peace. I live with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world give it. Give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Why? Because I have given you my peace. Katuzania. <laughs> come on, say I have the peace of Jesus. I'm not trying to get it. I have it. He has given it to me. Tell your neighbor, the Lord Jesus has given me his peace. So I have no reason to be troubled or to be afraid. My future is secured. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. John chapter 16 verse 6. So you have a lot of these scriptures to go through and, and meditate on them. John 16, 6. But because I have said these things unto you, sorrow has filled your heart. Yeah, Jesus was speaking about um, his death and all of that, and then for sorrow filled the heart of powerful words are. <laughs> The, the, and he had to tell them because they needed to understand the sufferings of Christ. But as he kept saying it, then their heart began to be troubled. And then you come down to verse 22. Come down to verse 22 of that John 16. And he says, And ye now therefore have sorrow. But I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice. And your joy, no man take it from you. He said, from that, fall, from that on, no man will be able to take your joy. He said, joy will come and no man will be able to take your joy. And you know why? Because at that time that Jesus was going to come back and see them, he had died. And then he had risen from the dead. And that's exactly what happened. And that's why... Paul will say, Rejoice again. I say, rejoice. Why? Because he, he wasn't there, but he understood the secret. He wasn't part of the apostles, the early apostles, he wasn't part of them, the disciples of Jesus. And yet, every epistle of uh, every epistle of Apostle Paul, you know testifies of the words of Jesus. Look at that verse 22 again. He says, And ye now therefore have sorrow. You have sorrow. Okay, no problem. You guys want to sorrow. Okay, sorrow. Don't worry. Don't worry. But by the time I have died and have risen, then you don't have any cause to sorrow. You can sorrow now because... I have not paid the price. But once I pay the price, then you cannot sorrow again. He said, I'm gonna give you my joy, and no man can take the joy away from you except you. So don't say, don't tell me that it's it's you. You see, why I'm not happy with you is because of my wife. Oh. Why I'm not happy is because of my husband. Oh. Why I'm not happy is because of my friend. Is a lie, lie. He said, "Is it not there, or is it only in my Bible?" He says, "But I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man take it from you." Is it in your Bible? Uh huh. Let's read it from the Amplified Classic. So, for the present, you are also in sorrow, in distress, and depressed. But I will see you again, and then your heart will rejoice, and no one take from you your joy, your gladness, your delight. I mean, that's awesome. Isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm, it is. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 7, it said, And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. He said the power of peace here. He said there are things that you may not even understand, but because the peace of God is there, it's explained. You may not be able to explain it. You may not be able to say, okay, have you found solution to the issue? You don't have the solution, but the peace of God is there. He said it passes all understanding. He passes all explanation. Glory to God. Colossians 3.15. Colossians 3.15. This is powerful. And let the peace of God rule where? In your heart. To which also ye are called in one body and be ye thankful. So one of the ways to cause the peace of God to rule in our heart is to be What? Thankful, thankful, thankful. You must allow the peace of God to rule in your heart. Number eleven. The heart is the seat of obedience. The heart is the seat of obedience. Romans six seventeen. He said, "But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sins, but ye have obeyed from where." You have obeyed from, from the heart the form of doctrine which was delivered unto you. So obedience is from where? From the heart. If you, if you obey outside of your heart, that obedience will not last. But if you do it from within your heart, come rain, come shine, you will still remain obedient. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm laughing when I said you remain obedient (laughs) in the contents of Nigeria today. (laughs) Glory to God. (laughs) But thank God it's it's written in the word of God. (laughs) This has been in the word of God before any context. Hallelujah. And uh, just revelationally, you know, you know, just um, hook, I mean, uh, sink together. Amen. You just have to be obedient. That's it. Amen. How many of you are obedient? In all ramification. In your heart, in the Lord, and in all ramification. Amen. Glory to God. (laughs) Number 12. The heart is your thinking faculty or the seat of thoughts your heart is the thinking faculty. You see that in, you can write this one down uh, Philippians 4, 7 to 8. Uh, uh, verse he said, finally, brethren, what, what things soever are true, things are honest. He said, think on these things. And then Proverbs 23, verse 7, Proverbs 23, verse 7, he said, for as in thinking in his heart, so is he. So your heart is the seat of thoughts. Thoughts. Number 13. The heart is the seat of fellowship. It's a seat of fellowship. You fellowship with God with your heart. As you are speaking, you, your heart must be there. You can't just be speaking and then your heart is far away. So when you when you want to when you want to feel that manifest presence of God. Let your heart be in fellowship with him. And you begin to feel the vibrations of heaven. You begin to feel the manifest presence. I don't know how to explain it. You just sense that manifest presence of God. Not just in your body, but in your heart. At times, yes, you can feel that presence in your body. Hebrews 10, 25. says, let us draw near with what? A true heart. You draw near to God with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. And then verse, I mean number 14. Last one. <laughs> number 14. I really want us to finish tonight. The heart is the seat of the human spirit and the soul. We already talked about this in our definition of the heart. The heart seats the human spirit and the soul. So we, we, when we looked at the tripartite being of a man, and then we were wondering, okay, so where is the place of the heart? And then we, we saw that that the heart seats the human spirit and the soul. First Peter three four. He said, "But let it be the hidden man of the heart." in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great prize. And then Proverbs 23, verse 7, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. So we see, we see here, the heart seats the human spirit and the soul. So next time when you talk about the heart, you begin to see that it's the workings of both your spirit and your soul. You know, together. Because they are together. Spirit and soul, they are together. They are together. The body is on his own. So that's why when a man dies, His spirit spirit and soul goes and then leaves his body. Hallelujah. So we see here how important the heart is in our spiritual journey, in our Christian life, in our walk with God. And that is why you must do everything in your power to keep the heart. You must protect your heart. He said, keep it with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Don't allow bitterness in your heart. Don't allow anger in your heart. Don't allow unforgiveness in your heart. Set your heart on things that are above. Do not set your heart on things, natural things, on evil things. Do not set your heart. On women, do not set your heart. On money, money is good, but the love of money is the root of all evil. So when money takes your heart, then Bible says the root of all evil is starting. Your heart must belong to God, to him. And it's so important to God because God can really not do anything in life of His heart. That's why we said the heart is the production engine of the man. So if God is going to produce anything, He's going to do it through your heart. Tell your neighbor your heart is key. And then let's bow down our heads and begin to pray and say thank you for your revelation. Thank you for grace that has been released to me concerning the dynamics of the heart, and thank you because, going forward, I make that choice. I make that choice to put my heart on you, to sanctify you, Lord, in my heart, in the name of you, to set you apart, to give you a special place. In my heart. The Lord you'll be enthroned in my heart. You'll be enthroned in my heart. In the name of Jesus. You'll be enthroned in my heart. Everything concerning you will be enthroned in my heart. You are going to be my first priority. And there won't be any second that is closed. In the name of Jesus. Lord I enthrone you in my heart. In the name of Jesus, I'm thrown everything concerning you. Your kingdom is my first priority, is my number one priority in the name of Jesus. Yes, I give it all to you. I give it all to you. I give it all to you. In the name of it's not about me, but about you, Lord. It's about your kingdom. It's about your kingdom. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I said you are part in my heart in the name of Jesus. I, I enthrone you in my heart in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Go home with this question. Asking the Lord, what would you have me do? Every day you wake up and say, ask the Lord, what would you have me do? What would you have me do? I'm ready, Lord. I'm ready, Lord. Thank you. Grace is released upon you. In the name of Jesus. By the reason of this word. Because the word of the Lord comes with grace. It comes with ability. It comes with strength. It comes with power. This grace is established in your heart. In the name of Jesus. And then you go forward in this power. And you sanctify the Lord in your heart. In the name of Jesus. The cares of this world will no longer have its cause in your heart. In the name of Jesus. Your heart is sanctified for the Lord. Your going out and your coming in is blessed of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. The lines are falling onto you in pleasant places. Yet, you have a goodly heritage. And you come back with testimonies amen. in Jesus' precious name. Amen, amen and amen. amen. Come and make a joy for noise. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God.